wait no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you get your podcasts and the video version over at YouTube at the Trophy Room. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or if you really, really like us, toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host who ever is whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you sir doing fantastic let me tell you something feeling good we're on fire i feel like Mm -hmm. it's gonna be one hell of a show it's gonna be one hell of a show and we got one hell of a news week man we got all the news out of lucasfilm games like the announcement that this thing exists we're gonna be talking about an indiana jones game Star what? Wars now just breaks its exclusivity with EA. We're going to get an open world Ubisoft Star Wars game. We're going to be talking about PS5s not selling that great in Japan. All that what? stuff. All that oh, stuff, man. Kyle. Before mm-hmm. we get into all that, first off, and before we even talk about what you've been playing, how, how have you been feeling the past week, man? How you doing? Uh, I'll be completely honest. Go for it. Because this is what we're, we're here about. Yeah. A weight has been lifted off my shoulders okay. because I was worried about you real bad, Joe, Thank over you. the break. Thank you. And I, I realize it's it's been a few a few weeks now since you told me you're feeling better, but I was feeling real sad and real worried for you, and I'm happy to just continue to hear from you that you, you're doing so much better. Yeah. It's like that, that really was weighing on me because not only are we stuck at home, but mm-hmm. like I couldn't, even if I wanted to go and help. I, I I couldn't. Yeah. So like, oh, man, I, it sucked. I'm 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 considering myself so very lucky. Of course, I also have that like kind of survivor's guilt. Like, and if I anybody missed last episode, um, I got COVID. Someone in my house wasn't as careful as they should have been. Gave it to everybody. Everybody is fine for the most part. Nobody had to go to the hospital, but I was the one that scared a lot of people with my breathing. Um, and so like, for the most part, I feel very lucky. I feel very blessed. Um, I'm still dealing with some of the things. So like, I still got the cough. Um, if I'm breathing a little heavy during these next few weeks, that's because my lungs aren't at 100% yet. Still, I have still COVID fog. So like my, my memory is still not all there and my, my motor skills I've seen kind of taken a dip, um, and a few other things. So like, I'm, I'm not at a hundred yet, but I'm, I'm getting there. And that's, that's, that's the best thing. I'm still trying to take, you know, my time and, and, and not overstress myself. Like, you know, when we're talking about what you've been playing, I haven't been playing a lot of games because that takes mm-hmm. a lot of energy. And I got that COVID fatigue where I'm just like, just so tired sometimes. And then I get this burst of energy towards the end of the day. It's so weird, but yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 of course, happy to be here and talking Absolutely. with you. And now getting back into the rigmarole of things. Yeah. Right? We're talking about game news, which we would yeah. think in January, slow, but not not this week. Disney no. Disney wanted to do all sorts of things. But before, yeah, one of the, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. before we get go into ahead. all that, before we talk about you getting sad about Hogwarts as well, um, what you been playing, dude? Uh, so like you, I've been... Uh, Finding myself not playing a whole lot, 
And mm -hmm. it, it's not that I don't have games to play. Right. Um, I have the Pathless downloaded, played that for maybe an hour. It's not grabbing me as much as I wanted to. Damn it. Okay. Um, maybe it's just because it is so wide open. Yeah. I think I think that was also my issue with Breath of the Wild, why I, I didn't really stick with that mm. either, just because it's just like, here, go. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm 10 hours into Valhalla. I'm, I finally hit the, the title screen. Um, That's awesome. Which is insane yeah um i don't know what it is about that like i have watchdogs legion i can play i can i don't know play give bloodborne a good old college try huh? i don't know everybody's just, doing it now i hate to say that i started the trend but i started the trend <laughs> so there's just something that's preventing me from really diving in i don't know what that is but i have gone back to nba 2k a little bit okay and fooled around with uh the franchise mode and it's it's really deep. Yeah. I love it. It's very customizable. Where whether you want it to be an RPG or just straight up, straight up, just a sim like experience where you don't have to worry about your owner getting unlocking skills and being able to change ticket prices and jersey prices and whatnot. Whoa, like whoa we've got to the point in sports games. You're it's yeah, like man. tycoon. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like how it can cater to that. Um, mm. But even then, I think I'm done with that. I, I'm honestly looking forward to next week because Cyber Shadow comes out next week. Okay. Um, okay. I'm personally hyped for Hitman. Yeah, I, Hitman's not next week, though, is it? I think so. I think it's... Also, if you're wondering where the games of the month for January is, uh, that's on me. I didn't feel like there's enough coming out yeah. to warrant a full <laughs> video. Um, so that'll be back in February. It's literally Cyber Shadow next week. It's Hitman yeah. 3. Yeah. It's Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to those three for okay. sure. Okay. I just need to I need a kick in the ass to be like, Kyle, go play a game. It's it's <laughs> kind of like gamer paralysis right now. Yeah, There's for so sure. much to choose that you can't choose. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I just started getting back into Watch Dogs Legion, and it finally clicked for me. Um, and, and then like all of a sudden I just kind of dropped it. And then I was like, let me try yeah. Maneater out. And Ooh, hell yeah. Maneater is so stupid. Like I'm literally like yes, 15, that's what I minutes. Hear. Yeah. That's it what is I so hear. dumb. I don't even know like the, the enhancements of the PS5 version, but I'm also <laughs> so in like this game. I don't know why it has. That's it what I'm good. saying. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I can't wait to play a little bit more of that, but what I have played the, the the thing I really want to highlight here is Little Nightmares Two demo Ooh. out on the PlayStation Store, and it, it's a PS4 version. The next gen versions aren't out yet. Right now, it's the previous gens. They'll be out, I believe, February 11th. So I got to try out the demo, and let me tell you something. I've never played Little Nightmares One, uh, but this is a platformer that kind of gives me Limbo esque vibes because of how Ooh, creepy okay. it feels. It just feels really like it's atmospheric horror to me yeah. so far. There's something about the art style too, which is very creepy. Yeah, it's like you're you're this little like like kid with a paper bag mask walking around oh. this like 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 creepy forest and you get yourself into the cabin and it looks like you're rescuing other children from like this butcher that's turning people into dolls. Like 
the platforming element is it's interesting because this game is a platformer. It's a side scroller. It's working with environment and stealth mechanics rather than going super fast to solve puzzles. You're really trying to sneak past things. You're trying to solve puzzles as well, but you're trying to do it slow and stealthy, which I really like. And the music and the ambiance really give to this like just creepiness. And when it, when you hit the crescendo of the demo where you're actually being hunted by this psycho murderer guy, it is tense. And it is kind of like brutal when he catches you and like shoots you with his like hunter's rifle. It, it is kind of freakish. Um, it's not like yeah. gory or anything. It's just, there's just something about it that just freaks me out. And I'm, yeah. I'm so in. I'm actually thinking I'm going to try out. Uh, Little Nightmares one before I try out Little Nightmares two again because it was it was making me uneasy, man. I was digging my I, time uh, with it. I just looked up who made Little Nightmares two because I was trying to rack my brain. I'm yeah. trying to be better at that. I want to try to remember the developers' names and of of these games. Yeah, um, Tarsi Tarsier Studios. Yeah, they're Swedish. Is, yeah, um, they made obviously Little Nightmares one. Um, Little Nightmares 2, of course. Mm -hmm. They did that game Static, a PSVR exclusive. Okay. That was apparently pretty pretty uh, well-received. And then uh, they helped make Tearaway Unfolded. That makes um, so much sense. So I think you describing Little Nightmares and how that is feeling. Yeah. And the type of that makes sense knowing that they helped Media Molecule with uh, Tearaway Unfolded on PS4. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, this... this... This game, again, a great platformer as well. Because it's like simple puzzles. It's also simple platforming. It's really trying to sell you on the environment and how creepy it is. Yeah. And it's it's selling me, man. It's selling That's me. That's awesome. With that, before we square up the news, let's do a little Patreon pitch here. Of course, um, each and every week, if we ever got you through a long work day, long car ride home, chores, whatever the case may be. It really does help us out if you toss up a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And every week, we'd like to shout out some of our members, like our newest member, Ian Riley, at our bronze tier, our platinum members, Todd Burowitz and Too Soon, our gold members, Chaotic Monkey, Gavin Goffrey, Giffrin, Wes, Jose, Jimenez, uh, and Jedi Master Ren. Our silver plus members, Hide Indoors, Marcus O'Neill, Ray Martinez, JB, the Purple Monkey himself, Jadis Vaughn Metal, Tim Ulf, and Justin Rodriguez, our newest silver member. Thank you all so very much for your support. Again, it really does keep the lights on, this show going, and hopefully in the next few weeks, we're able to get some new equipment in here, and you're going to really see how beautiful our faces can get. It's going to be yeah. fantastic. So, and as far as me getting drunk and Joe eating spicy right? things, we hit, we that's hit 50 gonna be members. We hit 50 members, so yeah. thank you very much. We appreciate you so much. Your support means the world to us. Yeah. Uh, Joe needs to recover from COVID before we can do that because that's just another bombshell on his yeah. every system inside of him. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so, it'll set me on fire. <laughs> you know, it's coming. It yeah. just won't be anytime soon. Ho hopefully by the end of February when everything's sure. settled, we... I can start getting real messed up with hot wings on the show. <laughs> what a stupid goal I had. <laughs> it was so right? easy to hit. We smashed it. What are we going to do at 100 patrons? God only knows. 
Yeah. I'll juggle chainsaws. I don't know. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Uh, from, you know, I got I got reflexes. With that, Kyle, listen. I got reflexes. I got reflexes. All right. Uh, let's. It's listen. It's time for the first time in 2021 to square up the news. And my goodness, is it a oh. doozy? Oh man! Uh, please, gaming news. It's the beginning of the year. Slow down. <laughs> Joseph Scrabbles from IGN writes: Lucasfilm Games will announce more projects in 2021, including EA Star Wars games. Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm Games has announced an open-world Star Wars game from Ubisoft and an Indiana Jones game from Bethesda in the last two days. But it's not done yet, with more announcements to come this year, some of which will apparently be unexpected. On StarWars.com, Lucasfilm Games VP Douglas Riley explains that the recent Lucasfilm Games rebrand, quote, is really the culmination of years of preparing to come out and say, we're here, we've got a team of people, we're going to make a lot of great games, and here's some new things you weren't expecting from us to do that we're now starting to do, end quote. <laughs> and he continues to quote, my apologies. And that's going to continue throughout the next year or so, where we're going to continue to announce projects that are more represent- representative of the legacy of the old Lucasfilm games that we're now trying to live up to, end quote. Those games will include Star Wars projects from EA, who previously held that license exclusively. Quote, while we may not have a lot of details to share at the moment, says Riley, we've got a number of projects underway with the talented teams at EA, end quote. And it's not just about the, a slate of games in development already. It's clear that Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm Games is now accepting pitches for games based on its licenses, too. Quote, we're looking to work with best in-class teams that can make great games across all of our IP, Riley continues. We've got a team of professionals here at Lucasfil- Lucasfilm Games who can work with the developers, shape the stories, shape the creative, shape the games to make them really resonate with fans and deliver across a breadth of platforms, genres, and experiences so that all of our fans can enjoy the IPs that they know and love, end quote. Man, oh, man. Good Lord almighty. First off, way to shake the dust off there, Kyle. You did a fantastic reading that news. I stumbled too much. Yeah. I gotta get back into it. Whatever. You know what? New year, new us, you know? <laughs> um, this is awesome. I mean, for on so many multiple levels. First and foremost, I think the EA exclusivity deal now being over because we're going to get a open world Star Wars game, which we'll get to in a sec, is awesome. But I mm-hmm. also want to just say this, Kyle. I want to get on my, my podium. This also Please sucks. And, I'm, and it sucks because we didn't have to do any of this. Like, when Disney bought LucasArts, um, we got, you know, we, we got these head honchos coming in, and then they just killed the games division. And now to see after, you know, failed game after failed game to finally get a really awesome game, which is Jedi Fallen Order from EA, you know, we used to at a time get like one or two Star Wars games a year and they were pretty damn freaking good games as well. You know, and, and to see like, yeah, and maybe every one or two years you get a Star Wars game that's maybe not that great or hopefully, you know, uh, or, or hopefully lives up to, you know, Fallen Order, which was fantastic. Um, and then just to get a slew of mobile games, it is disappointing to see that they have to ramp back up. Mm. But, and I want to know what you think of this, Kyle, because I think we got a question in that kind of alluded to this. Is it is this the best course for Lucas 
like in terms of kind of going the Marvel approach, or would you rather them stuck with their guns with LucasArts and have their own teams making these games? Or do you like that they're branching out to like massive, or we'll talk about in a second, Bethesda to make these games? Um, I'm a big fan of what it looks like they're about to do. And they're about to go the Marvel route Yeah, and, and pick super talented studios to trust uh, put their trust in their ip and their licenses and these major franchises in their hands be like make a good game mm. um i'm really a big fan of that Th- this is nothing against lucas arts um they make some really fantastic games where they made really fantastic games um but i'm liking that approach because right. then you can you're not gonna you know have a bidding war for a license and then be hands off and be like, all right, whatever comes out, comes out and it could be shit. Right. It could be, it could be really terrible. Um, I'm with you though. When you were talking about how, like we've could have had this. Yeah. Right. EA tied it all together and, and really handcuffed star Wars fans. Yeah. uh, And prevented them from getting these kind of experience. Possibly this might be, you know, me uh, expanding too much, and, and I, there, there's a term for what I'm trying to do here, and it's not coming to my Go for brain it. Go right for now. it. Um, we could have gotten a Star Wars level of Marvel's Spider-Man type mm. of game mm. already at this point, right? Be- but because EA was, you know, shutting down the Star Wars 1313 game, they shut down Visceral and Amy Henning's game. Like, oh, God, those could have been it. Those yeah. could have been the things. And nothing against Fallen Order. That is a fantastic game. Right. Um, but, like, we've could've, we possibly could have already had a major game in the Star Wars universe already. Yeah. I think, so, to me, I do think Fallen Order, I don't think is on the level of Spider-Man. Don't, no, yeah. but it's 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 but pretty it's close. up there, and I think yeah. it just sucks to see how far that took or how long it took to get there, because I remember Battle uh, Battlefront One, and we're just like like begin like when we saw the trailer of the AT AT, and that's how you're supposed to pronounce it, not eight. What was what is it? At God, you're disgusting. If you do that, you're disgusting. Give us the one star. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> do you say SNES or SNES? Uh, SNES. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah, one. yeah. All right. Um, but like, w- when you see the ATAT like stop on the snow, that 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 teaser trailer, we were all hyped. And I think hindsight being 2020 is, yeah, locking such a huge IP with just one publisher is such a mistake. It's such a mistake. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we had like the grand visions of, oh my god, we're gonna get a Knights of the Old Republic that never happened, right? Um, and then when we saw, yeah, Battlefront, oh my god, this is gonna be sick, this is gonna be awesome, but that, that ceased to be. Knowing that you had to put multiple studios behind these games, and yeah, they're not gonna be a yearly thing, or even sometimes bi yearly thing. It is, dis- it is disappointing to, to see how it was handled. And I really do agree with you. I do like the Marvel games approach of, hey, you know what? Okay, uh, Nintendo make this game. You know, uh, hey, you know, PlayStation make a make a Spider Man. You know, mm-hmm. do, doing that, even you know, some that are duds, like with Square Enix with Avengers, like you know, g- going out there and going. And I to, would even say Iron Man VR. It didn't do that great either. Right. So like seeing those games, and look, I mean, that's a great example of like 
maybe the Marvel method isn't as great, and maybe sure, yeah. we we think it is because we just think of Spider Man. But like, that's true. Mm-hmm. But I think it is also gives you more flexibility with your IP when you're just like, okay, so like. Publisher A could do this. Publisher B could do that. We'll get some indie devs because I really like what they say here. They're also accepting pitches. Like yeah. some of their point and click adventure games, which none of them are popping up in my head because they were. I, with I me brought up a, a list of what Lucasfilms or uh, LucasArts at the time. LucasArts now yeah. owns like their, their property or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Howard the Duck, which I guess is part of Marvel again. This is mm-hmm. an old article. This is from 2012. When Go for I it. Picked them up. Uh, Willow. Willow, <laughs> yes. Who can forget uh, Willow? I Labyrinth, uh, Indiana Jones, Young Indiana Jones, Twice Upon a Time, which I do I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, and then the Lucas Arts games like Maniac Mansion. Uh, I think the other than Grim Fandango, right. the biggest one is Secret of Monkey Island, the Monkey Island that's games. The, that's the one I was thinking. Yeah. And there's another one called Loom in, in this article, mm-hmm. but. Uh, and just think about that, though, dude. Like, think about, like, yeah, Secret of Monkey Isle and, like, giving that to Tim Schafer, right? Or giving Tim Schafer, like, mm. Grim Fandango again. Like, just, mm. or, or just, mm-hmm. like, an, an indie developer going, like, like, I saw the tweet from, uh, from Devolver, like, we'd like yeah. to make a Star War. Like, how, what, yeah, are, like, and letting them have it? Like, mm-hmm. and what I nonsense think- could, could come out of that? That's awesome. S- so that tweet is exactly what inspired the franticness of before we started recording. Yeah. Because they're like, what is this name of this character? <laughs> uh, and we, we finally figured it out. It's Bastan from uh, Rogue One. Yeah. Who's like old Wookiee bald man with the gray eyebrows. With the biggest he's, he's mustache. On- yeah, he's on a uh, a, a turret uh, yeah. in the in the uh, the chopper. Yeah. Um. In the film, very briefly, but I want a Devolver game <laughs> specifically around him. Yeah. I want to know his backstory, and if he teams up with this Talpini guy, yeah, uh, from from uh, Rogue One as well. Which just looks like a grumpy old man. Uh, give me a buddy, a buddy cop team <laughs> with these two. Uh, give me a game like that. That's oh, I hit I my want. mic. That's great. Well, and, and here's the thing. And so they open up with that, and we're like, okay, this is cool, that's great, right? Um, Lucas Lucasfilm Games, and that is a weird mouthful to, to say. Yeah. Why not just go back to LucasArts? I don't honestly. know. I know. That just one hurts, because I love that logo. Anyway. Yeah. The day after, Kyle, the day after, we get Indiana Jones. And it's going to be published by Bethesda, and who's developing it? Machine the Games. The most important thing. Machine Games, baby. That is super exciting. I love when a developer is like, you know what our thing is? Games where we're killing Nazis. And you know what? I'm okay with I'm it. All, I'm all up for punching a Nazi, whipping a Nazi, Hell shooting yeah. them. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. Indiana Jones. A video game. Mm-hmm. First question, because this is a PlayStation show. Xbox bought yeah. Bethesda. Kyle, what does this mean? Is Indiana Jones an exclusive? Are we going to pontificate on this? Absolutely we are. Kyle. I'm not going to waver from what I said back when it was bought out. I think this is a going to be a Xbox exclusive. And I think as a PlayStation fan and a PlayStation owner, we are not allowed to complain about that if that is the case. Yeah. Because we have Spider-Man. Yeah. We, we have no grounds to complain. Right. 
if Machine Games is making an, an ex- Xbox exclusive Indiana Jones game, mm-hmm. and we should be fine with that. I'm not, Kyle. This <laughs> well, <sucks>. screw you. <laughs> Here I am, all pompous and shit. No, I think you're right. So first, do I think this is an exclusive? No, I don't. Mm. Um, I do think the way Xbox did word their relationship with Bethesda in terms of the acquisition is that Zenimax and Bethesda are partnership. That's how they talk about it. It's a partnership. What that means, because if they look, the ink dries in February. And if this, if, if they fire everybody in that publishing division or half of them because they just don't need them anymore because they're redundancies because they're part of the Xbox publishing, fine. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll eat my words, but. This does scream to me that Bethesda is Microsoft's third-party arm. If I'm Microsoft, do I really give a shit about selling consoles? Like, like in the grand scheme of things. That's true. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I want to make as much money as I can, especially if it's a big AAA thing. If I'm taking a look at Spider-Man uh, PS4, uh, first off, when you take a look at the bottom, it tells you mar- uh, publish uh, the, the publishing uh, at the end of the trailer. It tells you publishing by Marvel and Sony. When it, mm-hmm. when it goes to the end of that trailer, it says published by Bethesda and Zenimax. Nothing about Xbox. So that's my other, my, my other little hint to this. But when I take a look at Spider-Man and, and why I think Marvel kind of allowed it to be, uh, exclusive, I, I take a look at that and go, okay, probably allowed it to be exclusive because of how many PlayStation 4s were out in the marketplace compared to Xboxes at the time. Sure. Um, even when it comes to like Marvel Ultimate Alliance as well, I don't know how how I don't know how that one got exclusive. So you can argue that that point as well. But I also would argue that I think it's a smaller IP than what people think it is. Um, so mm. that being said, look, I think it could very much well be a exclusive for Microsoft, and I'll eat my own words. And honestly, if that's the case, Kyle, guess what I'm gonna do. Just gonna play it on my Xbox. I get it. We're yeah, a PlayStation right? show, but like, fine. I like. I'll get over the fact that I can't get a trophy. I, I Listen, will try I, my best. I am. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. I I prefer trophies, but the moment I saw etched in that typewriter, Machine Games, dude. I'm like, I have to play it no matter where it is because yeah. I love Machine Games. Yeah. So like. Now, Hands down. No, Game Pass on my PC, fine. Do I if I own a Series X at that point? Yeah. Great. Like I'm going to play this game regardless because I want even though like I'm a little fuzzy on Indiana Jones movies, I'll be completely oh, really? 100 percent honest. I've I've seen them okay. besides the Shia one. Uh, That's fine. Haven't That's that fine. That's what I've heard, so I'm not I don't feel too <laughs> bad about it. Um But Cape Land checks there, uh, like the bad guy in it. A Cape okay, Land well, check can punch me three times in the face and I thank you for it. That is one hundred percent fair. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm excited for another adventure. I'm sure this comparison is being thrown a lot, around it. a lot. Uncharted esque adventure okay. with indie on Xbox. Now, first and foremost, I I, I, I want to say I'm I'm right there with you. Um, you know, in terms of like I'll play it on my Xbox. Just give me that adventure. Give me Indiana. My 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 thing with indie is actually a little bit. A, a special to me, especially uh, the first one, because I watched it. I remember this one of the early movies I remember watching with my brother and my dad. And that used to be like a weekend like thing where we'd watch a movie. And that was the first one where I saw the Nazis face melt, and I freaked 
I flipped out. <laughs> I flipped yeah, yeah, yeah. the fuck out as a kid. That gave me nightmares mm-hmm. for weeks. It scared <laughs> me. And then the second indie with uh, with him and uh, um, uh, Sean Connery. I loved that one as well. Was that uh, Temple of Doom? Yeah. No. I think that was number two. I think that was Kali Ma, I think, is Temple of Doom. Nonetheless... I have a special <laughs> attachment to one of these movies. I know I'm a fake fan, but um, yeah. So like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped for it. But Suddy writes in, and listen, Suddy's a good man. I'll answer all of his questions on the show, no matter what. He writes in, "What if Indiana Jones gives us the same adventure feels as an Uncharted?" And I think this is the first thing people take with indiana because we think of you know tomb raider having that obvious uh influence with uh indiana jones we're thinking of uncharted with the obvious connection to temple doom is second it's temple doom is second um we we think about uncharted having that uh influence with indiana jones do you think though it is gonna be like an uncharted clone I think they're 100% going to take some um, inspiration from Uncharted. I mean, why would you not? Sure. Uh, I don't think we're going to be shooting a million people as Indy. Mm. Uh, I don't think. I don't. I think it'll be a little bit more stealthy and exploration style of of, of game. Because um, I don't see Indy going into cover and, and shooting. Okay. Okay. I kind of don't want it to be an Uncharted game. Which, listen, if it is, and Xbox got their own Uncharted, that's the one thing everybody's saying. That's cool. I would like them to do something different because I think that's where people are expecting it to go. Take it somewhere different, man. Like it doesn't need Mm -hmm. to be an Uncharted clone or a Tomb Raider clone. It could be its absolute own thing and 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 own it. Like I would love it to be kind of like a hub world, like. If anything, take maybe find steal a little bit from like Uncharted Four, where like you have these hub areas that you're going to and yeah, you're yeah, exploring yeah. it that way. Like I would love it that we're in a big bustling like Egyptian city, and then we're driving out to like the pyramids or whatever, right? Sure. Or like we're in France and we're like you know we have to go to like you know like I don't know the Rhine. Or whatever the case may be, like have it be a big open hub where we can explore, where we can yeah fight some Nazis and uncover some secret stuff. I don't, but I don't want it to be like the one thing I don't want it to be is a prequel. Like this is how Indiana started. Mm. Um, I do want it to be like this is where Indiana has left off. Maybe making it so that Kali Ma never happened. The third one. And just doing its own thing from there. You know? Okay. Can I can I ask a question that I don't see a lot of people no, bringing up? Go for it. How do we feel about Todd Howard being the executive producer? Um, After how he, he handled Fallout 76 as the executive producer. That's a good question. I think, I mean, look, I everybody gets one dud, right? Sure. I think Todd's pedigree is he's made some really great games. My only thing is, because it's Bethesda, is it going to be bugs? <laughs> mm, but I get reassurance good. because of Machine Games. I, yeah, I, I think sure. I think when we talk about like ex- executive producer, that's what his role is. I think mm-hmm. he's really just a, more of a supervisor role 
because okay. I know he's also working on on um, Starfield, Starfield, and Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's more of a of, of a kind of a Sherpa role more than anything. What about, what about you? Yeah, I can. I mean, I'm a little leery because uh, mm-hmm. not as not being like a huge Todd Howard fan before '76, sure. but doing the show with you and and reading his not really saying sorry. And like not really apologizing and still being smug yeah. about how seventy six launched and all the problems that it went through rubbed me the wrong way when it comes to Todd Howard. Sure, um, but like it, I'm okay with it. Okay, uh, I I do like how there was I don't know how long ago the picture was, but Todd teasing the Indiana Jones thing because yeah. he has the, the the Holy Grail I think above in his office on a, on a I, I love with shelf. like the the age of Zoom. <laughs> right? Yeah. We've gotten to analyze people's desks. We're looking yeah, at fucking. Right. Phil had a, the Series S, right? Right back there. We had uh, uh, Jeff Keeley with like the battering. We're like, okay, here it is, mm-hmm. and it never happening. Like, oh, the um, the G Force uh, thing too was was on the countertop. Was it really the new graphics card thing? Yeah, I think it was in the background of somebody on one of the. Uh, Huh. The GeForce Architects or whatever, huh. I think. PCs. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> but yeah, like that—that that is weird that now we're going to have in the age of Zoom, in the age of social distancing, which you shouldn't wash your hands, wear a mask. Is that like we're going like people are now going to be like, okay, so what's that rectangle back there? What's yeah, that all about? Right? Hmm? What's the picture with these kids? Are they making a kids yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. Is this this family? Someone. That's, you know what I out. should start doing? Yeah. Once a month, they'll hide something in the cases back behind me. <laughs> And it's up to you to search to find it. Uh, or like something has subtly changed and people have to... Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I like That'd it. be fantastic. But listen, Jedi Master Ren has a question for us, all right? Okay. So, when Lucasfilm Games news dropped, I nearly lost my voice from screaming so loud. <laughs> you know me, a lover of Star Wars. I couldn't tell from the name. So obviously, this was big news for me, especially with how destructive I feel EA has been with the franchise. Do you think it's time to give Star Wars reigns completely back to Lucasfilm's games? I'm thinking uh, make them the head honchos of for an upcoming uh, or, or coming up with new ideas for the franchise. And if ne- they need an extra help to look at uh, to collaborate with other studios like we see them doing with Bethesda and uh, Machine Games for upcoming Indiana Jones game. Uh, that is the big question. Uh, Jedi Mazarin is like with with them partnering with with so many people. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you keep the lore where it is? Mm. Like, how do you keep mm-hmm. the lore under control? And I think that is why they went with EA in the beginning of like, we just want a sole partner in this so that they yeah. can make it a little simple and a little easy. But they, I, I, I think the way that you do this is, yeah, like you, you make them a Marvel games publisher situation where you, you're, you're lending the IP out to people. And you're saying, hey, make me an Imperial era. Make me an old Republic era game. Make me an, a sequel game. And I think you have to have a team involved, like a Kevin Feige in there, kind of tying everything together. I think you need a council of folks that know Star Wars, you know, inside and out, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's how you make that work. You know what I sure. mean? Sure. Um, to, to go, cause, 
I was this popped in my head when Ren, Ren asked this question. Mm-hmm. Do I think it's time Star Wars Reigns were given completely back to Lucasfilm's Lucasfilm Games? And I would have said one hundred percent without a doubt, yes. Yeah. But then we got Fallen Order. That's true. So, so that makes me pump the brakes a little bit because if everything gets brought is given back, then Cal Kestis's journey and, and what Respawn's doing with that, we wouldn't get a follow up to. Yeah. Um, or it would be in a different studio, and it might not feel the same. It might not have the the charm that Respawn put into that yeah. game. Um, so I'm a little hesitant about just giving it all away from EA. But like, if we just want to let Respawn keep. Fallen Order, and everything else get parsed out, I'm totally fine with that yeah. as well. I think, yeah, I think EA's gonna have more Star Wars games. I think this this kind of, I think Jason Schreier even said it, this works well for both of them, because the new management came in towards the end of this deal, and they didn't want Star Wars, because again, they want to own their own IP uh, forever, sure. and not have it, you know, oh shit, we gotta sign the lease type of deal. Re-up. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, you know, it, hey EA, do that with Madden, please. Let it go, please. Let do other people make a professional football game. Do Dead Space for the love of God. But like, I, 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 that's that's. I think you're right, Kyle. I think lending it out to multiple people is the way to go. I just think they need a council of folks and make sure that the lore is 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 tight. Absolutely. And yeah, mm-hmm. like Fallen Order. Again, it took so long, but man, that is such a special game. Even with hardcore Star Wars fans, like the Saber community that my brother belongs to, you want to know how much a fully a full decked out Cal Kestis Saber is with all the attachments and all the things? I don't. I don't know. Close to Probably a grand, Kyle. Much. Close Ooh, to a grand. Yeah. That's with all the electronics in it. You could get it without it, and then it'd be like a couple hundred. But like people really love mm. that Saber, and they love that game. So... Yeah, I think handing it out to other developers is just the smart choice. Christian writes in, and same with Famous Seamus, same with Mario Rivera. They all asked similar questions, so what I did was I merged them into one mega question here. Like, you can too. P.S. Trophy Room, write us in, or at, over at Twitter, or over at the Discord, the Trophy Room Discord. You can send us your questions, we answer them on the show. And Christian asks, which studio would you like to see Tackle the Star Wars IP. I think a Mandalorian game from Quantic Dream would be great. Branching encounters across the galaxy as you chase down a bounty? Are you kidding me? A famous Seamus adds, if Lucas Games were to allow a PlayStation developer to work on any uh, Lucasfilm property, which one would you want to see make a game? And then Mario Rivera adds, what era of Star Wars would you like to see them Ooh. make? A lot, of, a lot of Star Wars. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. No. I, this is more Joe's forte, but without that Devolver thing I said earlier, <laughs> aside, even though I would love to see that game with us, dude, two. I would fucking kill for it. <laughs> um, man, what kind of game do I want? I think we're. I think the game that I would want, mm-hmm. we're, seems like we're getting mm-hmm. from the massive um, doing the open world Star Wars game, a story driven, sure, open world game, which is. I'm going to say something so controversial. Go for it. But uh, I think going off of Seamus things, what studio developer? It's easy to say Insomniac. Fuck yes. It's real easy. And I don't know if you saw it, but one of the tweets today um, with the massive thing, doing a Star Wars game, uh, James Stevenson, who's one of the Insomniac heads or leads. Right. And your cousin. uh, Just Yeah, sure. Uh, (laughs) Spelled differently, but it's fine. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) 
put a uh, just a, like a crying face emoji, like pick us, let us do one type uh, of thing. Like we feel left out. So yeah. God, could you imagine? So okay, <laughs> and Soundex already got way too much on their plate. I'm not saying do another no, thing. No, 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 no. You can eventually, just... I want my Resistance games back. Well, I'm here's the like... thing. I'm gonna slow your roll when I tell you something beautiful. So yeah. what what would I want? Like a Mandalorian game. First off, that's what I want Massive to work on. I. I want I want two games, and I know this one's going to be very very controversial. A games of service game from Massive. Uh, okay. One person said it on Twitter, "Give me the division, but just make it Mandalorians. Like put the Star Wars skin on it. And I'm fine. Like just think about it, because I think that I think that game could serve as a great template of like here's all the gear I have." But it actually matters, and you're changing the cosmetic look of them. You're changing up the, the your main rifle, your main blaster, or like tweaking it, or just like transmogging it to make it look the way you want. And having different Mandalorian gear that you know you have your exotics, you have your your plain Jane like grays or uncommons, your blues, your purples, and then yeah, the, the crazy orange one that looks super cool. That's that gets me really pumped. Like I would play the shit out of that game. And yeah, have it where it's like, you know, you're taking cover or you have like ultimate-esque abilities. That would be freaking awesome. Like you get like risk rockets or you're, you're like your jetpack you get to choose from and you're hopping from planet to planet, hunting down people from the cartels. Like there is a lot you can do there, especially with the the smuggler and, and, and cartel portions of like the spice trade in Star Wars. You could play a lot with that. So I think... That's cool. I think that's what I want Massive to do. Um, for me, though, if I'm play- picking a PlayStation Studio, Kyle, I would want Insomniac Games to take over, okay, Republic Commando. You want your Resistance game? You fucking got it with a Star Wars skin. Republic Commando was so ahead of its time back in what? I think it was like 2003, 2004, around there. Like, George Bush was president, and this thing was making moves. Like, this game was super competent, and it ended on such a great cliffhanger. And the thing that made it feel so great was it was it was squad-based, so you could make this thing co-op. You could command your, your, your other commandos to do, you know, A, B, C, or D. 2005. 2005. Um, so, like, at the same exact time, the weapons felt so freaking cool and the republic commandos again have a love within that community and if there's anyone that has shown how much respect they can give to an ip that's insomniac yeah so what era would i want it to be i want it to be in the clone wars mario rivera i want to i want a republic fucking commando game mm. and right. if i'm doing a mando game we can make it during this this Mandalorian Civil War. Whatever is happening in the in in the Mandalorian, where they want to reclaim Man- Mandalore, or just make it to one of the Mandalorian Civil Wars. Bam, have that in there as well. Yeah, I had I had two ideas of what kind of games that I want. I'm sorry, I'm um, breathing that, Kyle. <laughs> that's fine. I, I want. Uh, I, I I don't know if this has been done. Mm-hmm. I don't. What it probably has. I want a an open world game from Massive, sure. Um, or maybe it's another open world game. I don't know. Uh, that is, you are a, a Jedi mm-hmm. as the purge is happening, like during the purge, okay. and you have to 
freaking figure shit out and get out to safety. Like you're one of the um, kids that escaped right? in that yeah, room. Yeah, for 100. percent You yeah. you need to you need, you know you need to try to survive. Spoiler: yeah. you're not going to, but yeah. like it be a cool idea. The other one is I want Fire Axis Games who make XCOM to make a strategy XCOM game with a Star Wars skin on it. Whatever are we doing it? I you are the you're the Star Wars person okay. here. I it doesn't matter to me, but let me let me control Ewoks, a team of Ewoks. All right, then it would be in, in the, the XCOM original. skin. Okay. <laughs> and uh yeah, like Ewoks will die, they're gone yeah. forever. You could rename your Ewoks or it does or Stormtroopers, <laughs> whatever. Just Ewoks, Kyle. Just Ewoks. Right. You know what? I want an Ewoks survival simulation game. That's what I want. Well, they technically have that <laughs> Battlefront 2 where oh, do they? Yeah, where you're the stormtrooper and you're being overrun by Ewoks. Oh man, it's, I gotta buy this game right now. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Randy Heisen Jr. writes in Indiana Jones and Star Wars are getting new games. What is another film franchise that you would like to see get the video game treatment? Ooh. And what studio would you like to see make it? Also, Kyle's the best. Love you, buddy. Keep oh. up the great work, guys. Proud of you. Uh, you know, that's Proud cool. Of you, Randy. It's cool. I wasn't. I was in. You know, Randy's that's amazing. That's fine. Uh, I'm not jealous. Um, Kyle, what is another game. movie you'd like to see get the indie treatment? Taking it All going right. to a video game. We're 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 gonna we're gonna hit it because this is a um, something that I, I mentioned when we talked about the studio's next game. Mm-hmm. What it possibly could be. Mm-hmm. Give me a Naughty Dog Mission Impossible game. Fuck, I was going to say Mission Impossible too. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a Naughty Dog action set piece game with Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Uh, if, if Naughty Dog is not going to space, I want them to go full on action okay. spy kind of stuff with like with Mission Impossible. My only thing is like, Last of Us also ha- is very stealthy. You know what I mean? So you're gonna make him go uh, super mean, stealth? Is Ethan Hunt stealthy in Mission Impossible? I mean, he does a laser thing. You're right, but he, yeah, sure. But he's also high. He's hanging on the side of a plane. True. He's t- he's flying a helicopter real Can close I choose to, to be the Henry road. Cavill? <laughs> Can I choose to be Henry Cavill? He does the sure. arm pump thing. And you're like, oh fuck, this guy's. A- he just cocked his arms. You know, like, like oh, a man. gun. What? Choke me. What? Shut I'm up. I'm trying to think of other movies, though, that we haven't gotten. Right. That would be cool. I like, think an actual. Transformers games. Like an actual. Uh, um, what what, is, what you call it? Damn it. Fast and Furious. But like an actual one. Not like oh. a bullshit. What they, what they tried to give us last year. You know? Sure. Yeah. That's what I, I mean. A that's... Quiet Place would be cool. That's another. That's another. Like, that's stealthy. another. Like, Last of Us stealthy thing. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, man. Back to the Future, but I don't know, other than the Telltale series, what you can do with that. A prestige there. Telltale game. Huh? You have uh, my interest. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now, with that. Oh, listen. God. Inception, the game? <laughs> oh, now, that'd make me throw up. Listen, Kyle, we've almost <laughs> spent 50 minutes talking about a Star War. All right. It's time to get yeah. into some PlayStation. Well, sadness. Kyle, would you like to break the news for all these wonderful folks out there? Let's talk about a star that has died out. Uh, This comes from Sarmina Khan over at PS Lifestyle. Sony has officially retired the Killzone franchise's website. Uh, 
Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced that it's retiring the official Killzone series website, and visitors will now be redirected to PlayStation.com. While this change doesn't affect the game's online modes, players will no longer be able to create or manage clans in Killzone's Shadowfall. A notice reads, Quote, Dear Killzone.com visitor, the official website for the Killzone franchise has retired. Going forward, visitors to Killzone.com will be directed to PlayStation.com. While this change doesn't affect the online multiplayer modes, player statistics or ranking data for Killzone Mercenary and Killzone Shadowfall, it is now no longer possible to create or manage clans in Killzone Shadowfall. We apologize for this inconvenience. Thank you to Killzone.com's many fans and visitors throughout the years for their enthusiasm and support. Sincerely, Gorilla. This development comes a month after Internet Sleuths noticed that Killzone has been left out of PlayStation Studios' official webpage. In the, quote, Our Studios, end quote, section, Sony lists all of its first-party developers and the video games that they are known for. When it comes to Guerrilla Games, the only title listed is Horizon Zero Dawn, and there's no mention of Killzone anywhere. A strange omission. You'd think after, like, what, a decade plus with this franchise? Five, six games? Five, six games? Yeah. That is really weird. It, yeah, it's kind that of disrespectful. It is, yeah. Like, I, I get it. It's not as memorable, or, or I don't think any of the kill zones were anywhere near reaching the success that Horizon has, right? So, no. I, I, Shadowfall, I think, is the closest. You think so? I didn't enjoy one through three, okay. like, at all. Shadowfall, I finished the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the multiplayer. Was but it was fun. Yeah. I always I love the multiplayer Shadowfall, I really do. Mm. I just didn't like. I, I thought the premise was too obvious of just like, oh, this is space Nazis. Which again, I love me punching a good Nazi, whether they're space Nazis, the real deal, or whatever have you, or, or, or Imperials, yeah. right? But at the same exact time, it was like beating you over the head of like, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's it was like there's there you could take inspiration and then you could just like straight up copy real world events and then put a futuristic you know aesthetic over yeah. it, and that's kind of what yeah. I felt like with Killzone. Um so you're not sad about this news about Killzone retiring or being put no, to rest. No, I'm not. Possibly. I I'm, it's still like I mean we just said it. It's so weird for them to not even include it. Mm-hmm. Like not even to have it on a list of credits for what Gorilla has done. Like right. it makes it seem like Gorilla's first game is Horizon. And that is not, obviously not the case. Uh, and so I'm a little weird about that. I don't know what the thought process behind it is. I am more intrigued because I could have sworn that Gorilla's second team might have been working on a Killzone game. Mm-hmm. So what you doing, Gorilla? That's exactly what are you what doing over there? That's exactly what... Cause I, I, so retiring the website, I don't think it means it's completely dead. I do think it sure. could come back. I do think, I do think in my heart of hearts because they do have the Rainbow Six Siege uh, directors working there, working on this game, that they are making some type of like Killzone multiplayer game. Because I really do think the thing that Sony is missing is a first-person shooter for sure in their portfolio. They need to Absolutely. diversify a little bit here. So for me, I do think they're still working at it. I think retiring it is is isn't. Doesn't mean it's over. Doesn't mean it's dead. Sure. At the same exact time, though, what could this mean is the rumor on the block is that Horizon sequel, you know, um, what is it? 
Forbidden, Forbidden West. West. I always say a new dawn. I don't know. Uh, Forbidden West is going to have a co-op multi- uh, element to it. Is this second team working on that co-op element? Mm. Makes you think. Because I know in the... Oh, God. I, I think it was the No Clip documentary on the first game, which mm-hmm. 100% should be watched. No Clip are fantastic. Yeah. Um, they are, In the early days of Horizon 1, there was a co-op element to it. Yeah. And, and they completely scrapped it because it wasn't working. Um, and now with I, the Power I, I, 5, like, is, sure. it, is it like, oh, the PS5 version, you get the co-op, PS4, you don't? Yeah, I'm a little... I don't know if I'll ever do that mode i mean obviously i'll play co-op with you mm-hmm. just to see how it how it is but like that's leaning more towards monster hunter mm. i feel like with like these giant robot dinosaurs that would and be play cool. co-op to like take them down it would be cool i guess in theory but i want my story with aloy to okay. be a single thing okay okay yeah I, I i do want and i do want that second team whatever they're working on to be their own thing it would be cool though, uh, like the rumor every every time there's a state of play is that SOCOM. So maybe this team is working on a SOCOM game. Who knows? The sky's the limit. But yeah. you know, Hayden Doors writes in, uh, and she writes with the possible end of Killzone upon us. Are there any other series slash franchises that you would like to see wrapped up? Alternatively, are there any that you would love to bring back from the dead? This is a good one. This is a good one. Is there anything you'd um, like to see wrapped up, Kyle? Yes. Oh, okay. I think after last year, I could definitely, definitively say, yeah, we don't need any more Last of Us. Ooh. That story, that story, I think is completely wrapped up. Right. I am fine where that is ended. Mm-hmm. Of course, am I not going to play a third one if it eventually comes out? Of course I am. Is I'm it because dumb. of those dumb SJW Soyboy Beta Cucks that Fuck ruined no, it? they're not. I don't. They're not going to ruin shit for me. That game's awesome. Right. Um, I think that is com- perfectly wrapped up. Yeah. It is perfectly wrapped up. I don't need to set foot in that Last of Us universe with a new story at all. Mm. But to uh, Hide Doors' second question. Okay. I beat this drum all the time. I, I I hit the drum earlier. Give me resistance, you cowards. Where <laughs> is this game? Mm-hmm. Also, how dare, how dare you people out there who follow me on Twitter? How dare you? I did that, that thing where you, you do the, the thinking bubble, yeah. the thought bubble. I did what you're thinking too, about. obviously. Sure. I guess. Boring. Uh, I... <laughs> I, your face is killing me. I put Joseph Capelli in there, who is the character, the lead in Resistance Three, mm-hmm. and nobody, no, I got no love on that. How dare you? Resistance deserves to keep going. I want to mm-hmm. fight Chimera. Resistance Three is fantastic. I want, I want more of that world. That could be the shooter that mm-hmm. PlayStation is missing. So, what I would like to see go is not The Last of Us. I think you're gonna get one more. Daddy thinks you're going to get one more last of us. Abby and Lev? Um, no, I think, I mean, I can't say it without spoiling the second one. But um, I think you're going to get one more of those. I do want to see the end of Uncharted. I think where we've oh, left it no. is fantastic. Nope. And I don't know if it's going to carry the same weight with a different protagonist. Nope. I, nope. Mm-mm. I disagree with you on that one. But it's also, like, at this point... 
like when it comes to video games, they're all franchises. They're all never going to end if they still print money, right? Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. And I think a, a good analogy as well is like you could retire a franchise and it comes back. And I think the best example of that is God of War, right? You could oh, reinvent yeah. how that game works. So like a game that I would love to see come back is Resistance, Kyle, because I I, I want to see. You know, um, I forget who said it, but like the alternative fires of those weapons and on the mm. PS5 controller, like give that to me. Yes. And with please. PlayStation being at an all time high to have Insomniac go back and go, OK, so what do we get right here? What did we get wrong here? How do we modernize it? I think yeah. that's a great way to kind of, yeah, bolster that portfolio with something that there is a cult following to. There is a cult following yeah. to, to Resistance. Or, or Killzone, too. Yeah, that's another thing, like, along with Killzone, or, I mean, even less so, like, mm-hmm. it is really hard if you are a PS4 and PS5 owner to, if you hear about Resistance, it's real hard to play that game. Yeah. I don't think it's on PS Now, which is shocking that mm. it's not on PS Now, Um you have the Vita game, which we don't really need to talk about. It wasn't that good. It's, <laughs> but like it's it's shocking how the two Sony first person shooters are just not talked about. Yeah, they're not being brought up in a conversation of things to to be brought back. And I find that weird. Like where Xbox has Halo, right? Even. Well, it's not first person. I was going to say it. Nintendo has Splatoon, but that's not a first. That's uh, one of shooter. the best third person shooters ever made. It's fine. <laughs> But, like, Sony doesn't have that. Sony yeah. doesn't have, like, that kind of game in their portfolio, and it's it sucks. Because uh, I would I want to play a, a first-person shooter with the DualSense. Yeah. And, and I think that, I, I, I think you hit it on the head. I, I, that's why I don't want to see Killzone gone. I don't want to see Resistance gone either, because I think the problem with those games where they're like, we're the Halo killer. Watch out, Master Chief, you cool son of a bitch. I'm coming for the gold here. And it's just like, no, you're just just focus on being your own thing. Mm-hmm. Stop marketing it like we're going to take down the Master Chief. You're not. He stood the test of time. Every time he's not in the Halo, people all freak out, except if it's Reach because <laughs> it's amazing. But like, mm-hmm. and possibly the best one. But like that said, like Master Chief is a staple. Stop. It's kind of like when like when people try to go after Mario. You can't. Mario could do anything. He could turn into a Super Saiyan cat. We're gonna love it. We're all in it for it. So I think I think you're right. I think they need a shooter. I'd love for Resistance to come back. I'd, Killzone has a cool aesthetic. It just doesn't need to beat me over the head with its themes. And I think they got something there. Or if they're just like you know they want to Apex Legends it. And they're just like, it's a multiplayer only thing. This is like after the war and everybody's cool with like, this is practically nerf guns or wh- whatever they want to do. Whatever, however Apex even tackles it. You know, like yeah. that, that would be, that would be a way to go for me. Even, even if it's not Killzone and Resistance coming back, but give me a brand new IP in a sci fi setting that is a first person shooter. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want a realistic. Mm-hmm. I don't want like a, a, a history based first person right. shooter from them. Oh, yeah, I don't want like I, I want a modern day insert a five finger death punch song. You're in you're in the <laughs> desert shit, right? Yeah, no, give me something no. where I'm, yeah, where I'm in like a special spaceship. Yeah, give me some some cool looking guns that have cool alternative fires and 
different modes. Yeah. yeah, that's what I want. You know what? Talking about a game that has different alternative fires is set in a space or moon. I don't know. Let's talk about <laughs> the next story on the list. That is Returnal on the PS5. Yeah. That's a new trailer. Giuseppe Nelva from Twinfinite writes, Returnal for PS5 gets new trailer, screenshots, and details focusing on combat. Mm-hmm. Today's Sony Interactive Entertainment and Housemark had a reveal to make for the upcoming PS5 game Returnal. The weapons. Celine will have many weapons and devices at her s- disposal to survive on the hostile alien planet Atropos. It's the first time we've heard her name. Celine, right? I think it's the first time we've heard of the planet. But I think Celine okay. is... Yeah, I think Celine's right. Uh, some she's brought with her. Others she's found and made her own. As you progress, you'll unlock an add on various weapon traits, each providing a unique gameplay modifier to the base weapon's behavior. These weapon traits are custom-tailored for each gun type, so your spit maul blaster might gain exploding shells or generate acid pools upon impact, while the electropylon driver might extract extra loot from enemies or generate shields for the player. These weapon trades will also stack, so the combined effects can lead to many surprising results that can have unique advantages and playstyles to explore. With 10 base weapons, more than 90 weapon traits, each with 3 levels, and 10 alt fires, there are numerous weapon combinations to test out on your journey. While new weapon drops are frequent, Selene can only hold one weapon at a time, so your choice is important. I'm going to stop you right there. So in this in this 2 minute trailer, it does show you the different type of weapons that you get to pick out, you get to choose. Um, it definitely is giving me Dead Cells vibes. In terms of you die, you come back, and you have some things, some of your progression stays, but you're back at square one. Uh, and Dead Cells, fantastic game. And so that's, like, the the, the weapon style, and, and, and right now, you know, coming back from life, we're going to get to the progression in a second. I'm, I'm in on this. I really yeah. am. I think this is, it sounds solid so far. The thing that gets me really excited is the alt fire being the pressure you press on your DualSense controller. That's something that's really awesome. And I think yeah. that's something that I hope we get to see more of in, in future games. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you on that one for sure. Um, I'm big fan of these weapon trades stacking. Mm hmm. I want I want to get weird with it. I want those acid pools also generate a shield for me and will light people on fire. Yeah, I want chaos. Yeah, I want to see how that works. Like, like because you can only make or hold one weapon at a time. So like yes. how how do those traits stick around with you? And yeah, am I shooting electricity while shooting regular bullets while spewing fire? Like yeah. how that's going to look? That's going to be intense on that CPU, that GPU that works for in- us. In the trailer, at the end, she she gets a sword. Right. Like, is one of the things, am I going to be able to throw the, the sword, like Captain America's shield, and have it come back to me? Like, is that a <laughs> thing that's possible? Right. Because that'd be cool. Yeah. And I, the the combat itself very much feels like a, you know, housemark, you know, arcade game as well, which mm-hmm. I think might get some people to ding it. But honestly, housemark has made some of the best arcade games that like yeah the combat alone has me intrigued because it's something i haven't seen before you know like when you're seeing like these like thing like these these bolts that kind of take up the whole screen and you kind of have to do these weird dodges out of them like it gives me those those arcade vibes that i'm totally in on yeah uh sure let's get to the progression 
For Selene, death is no escape. Each death sends Selene to the start of the time loop, just moments before crashing on the planet. Most abilities and items collected on the previous cycle will be lost, but not all of them. Some persist across sessions, so you'll still make progress every cycle. One of these persisting elements is the mysterious Cthonos, an alien device that generates a random item at the beginning of each cycle. This otherworldly device is tracking your performance, and when enough progress is accumulated, you will be rewarded with a brand new item for immediate use, mm. which will also be permanently added to the pool of available loot from that point on as well. The items you earn or discover as you explore the planet will change the way you play and offer a wide array of effects and strategic options for Selene. There's plenty of loot to be found on Atropos, but be wary that not all that glitters is gold. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got the lyric from Sugar Ray. Right? <laughs> oh, no. Smash Mouth. Yeah. Um... Some items called parasites have both positive and negative effects. You'll need to think twice before picking up a parasite that, for example, regenerates you while at low health, but also causes enemies to leave behind a pool of acid on death. So that's pretty cool. Again, this is giving me a lot of, like, a AAA Dead Cells vibes to it. Yeah, Rogue Legacy. Yeah, Rogue Light. Like, this very much screams Rogue Light. While the combat itself, when I take a look at it, it does... Also, at the same exact time, and Bert, like, hold with me on this one, gives me Unreal Tournament type of vibes, but, mm. like, in third person, like, the way weapons shoot and the way movement kind of feels, gives me, like, the, the feeling of when I'm spectating an Unreal Tournament game of, like, how crazy the movement actually is. Um, that's, that's yeah. the vibes I was, I was getting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What, what, what say you about this? What, what vibes were you getting? Are, are you, Where's your hype meter after seeing the the, the trailer itself? Uh, my hype meter is still high. Okay. It's not as high yeah. as I thought it would be. There's just something about watching this trailer, and this is not to be meant as a ding or something. Mm-hmm. It just feels, still feels like a smaller indie housemark game, like an Alienation, right? Or 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 something along the that ilk. Just because like. Like you said, yeah, the the shooting, the 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 bullets that are flying, the way the character is moving, it's Housemark to a T. Yes, that is that is how Housemark games are being played. So while this is like their bigger budget game, mm-hmm. and obviously they had more money to put into it, it still feels kind of small. And again, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It just right. it's it, just going to be a game where all the story is going to be told by in in game lore and pickups. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm down for that. I want I want cutscenes. I want to see that creepy thing of what's going on in her head and right. what's behind that door. Like, what are we going to get? Like story cutscenes or we only going to get the a couple like when you're crash landing and her trying to figure it out and then everything else is told in game. Yeah, like, that's I don't know. that I I think I think we're skeptical because when we think of a PlayStation exclusive, we do think of these big cinematic moments and we haven't seen yeah. many of those big cinematic moments. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, this game is very very different from what we expect a PlayStation exclusive to be, open world action adventure game. This is Again, an action roguelike. And to see that, that might make us a little skeptical. And, and to me, I'm, I'm hyped for this game. I'm, I'm excited to play it. Uh, but I don't, like, when I'm, when I'm looking at it, I'm not like, oh, this is the, this is my game of the year right here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. thinking this is going to be a solid game. It's not going to 
blow my skirt up type of thing. And I, I think that will 100% probably change is when we play it. Yeah. Like, if it feels so good to play, like, obviously it's going to be high up there for us. Yeah. I think when it comes to this, out of any game that we're looking forward to from the PlayStation Slate this year, mm-hmm. I think this would benefit a lot if there was a demo of this game on the store. I think so, too. Do you think, though, like, as well, like, the the price tag is going to hurt this game? 70 bucks? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. It's, it's odd to think about. Uh, a house smart game being seventy dollars, and we're expecting it to be like, oh, this is a PlayStation Plus game, yeah, or it's 20, 20, 20 30 bucks. bucks. Yeah, exactly. And the, the I, I, I do think, uh, and I want to know how big it is before. Yes, I'm all in on seventy. If how long is it going to take me to go through this planet? Right. Like, is it is it satisfying? How many different parts of the planet are we going to? Is it all going to look like that dark? thing that's in the trailer Mm -hmm. are are those 10 guns gonna look and feel worth it to experiment with each one like yeah i I, there's still a lot of questions when it comes to returnal for me whether i want to throw down 70 dollars on this game right now i do yeah i'm right there with you i think we need to stay to play on this game to get us to see why i need to be so hyped but i do want to see you know because because i think our our hype for this game is the reputation of Housemark. Absolutely. I do yeah. want to see a, a more like a 10 minute breakdown of like, this is what the game's about. This is what you can kind of expect. Here's what the gameplay looks like. You know, that yeah. we saw what goes, what we saw with Last of Us. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think this is going to be a solid game, but 70 bucks, man. We're getting to the point where like, uh, I would love to see PlayStation have a true Game Pass you know, mm-hmm. competitor. We're we're starting to see it with other with like uh what is it? Uh, Luna and Stadia. <laughs> you know, we're we're Stadia. Stadia. You know, we're starting to see them start to break out with these pass alternatives. I think with games getting more pricier, we do need alternatives for that for the average gamer out there. Um I think this game could benefit from that for sure. Uh that being said, Kyle. Yeah. Here's a game you can't be hyped for because it's not coming out this year. <laughs> uh, Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy is delayed until 2022. This comes from the Hogwarts Legacy Twitter. Quote, We would like to thank fans from around the world on the tremendous reaction to the announcement of Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy from our Port Key Games label. Today's announcement reads, Creating the best possible experience for all the Wizarding World and gaming fans is paramount to us, so we are giving the game the time it needs. Mm -hmm. Hogwarts Legacy will be released in 2022. Oof. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. You're not going to hit me with a spell before you ask me any questions? No, I'm going to hit you with a question from Griffin West, (laughs) who writes in, with Hogwarts Legacy getting delayed till 2022, do you think uh, this will be a pattern for most 2021 games that are vaguely stated for the last half of this year? For example, Horizon, God of War, RE8, Gotham Knights, etc. All right. So I think we are going to get more delays. Yeah. I mean, we're, COVID is not just a 2020 thing. Mm-hmm. It is still a thing. Right. And it's, it doesn't seem like it's slowing down any second. Pandemic, if, I get, if you ask me, Kyle. <laughs> if I get, Joe. Yes. Off topic. I'm sorry, everybody. If I get another phone call from the school district, mm-hmm. 
on another consecutive day mm-hmm. to check the website for COVID-related news. And I see six more kids in the district getting tested positive or three sta- other staff members getting tested positive. I'm going to lose my damn mind. Yeah. What Kids, I'm not, I'm not angry about the kids. Right. I'm not angry about the kids. As a teacher or someone that works in a school, you should be the setting the example. Stay the fuck home. Yeah. Yeah. End of rant. Mini rant there. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, COVID's still a thing, so I still think some of these games will get delayed. Yeah, I'm. I think leaning towards you on this one. God of War is not going to be a 2021 game. Yeah. I think Corey Barlog recently tweeted he's having writer's block or something. So like, he's probably not even done with the story. No, he's fucking with us. I'm sure he he's is. definitely. But fucking like, with us. God, I love you, Corey. Yeah. Come on the show, Corey. We would love to have Anytime. you. Um, Horizon has to hit this year. Yes. Or, or PlayStation's in big trouble with a big game in the in the holiday in the holiday season. Do you think? Okay. Do you think it's really coming out holiday? I think it's going to be that September Spider Man right. time slot. Okay. Uh, Re8, I'm up in the air about. I don't know if it's going to get delayed or not. Gotham Knights has been in development for a long ass time. Yeah, I think. So. I don't think that one gets delayed. Yeah, I think so. They ta- they're talking so much about Gotham Knights that I think this game. They know they have a solid road, like a roadmap for it. Um, I even think that, like, possibly if it wasn't the Rona, um, this game would have been probably first half of this year. I think that's how close they were. Um, Just the way, by the way, they they're talking about it, and I think they're they're talking about Gotham Knights so much. uh, If you see their their social media so active, because Hogwarts Legacy is delayed. Mm. So, Kyle, my next question for you. Is Hogwarts Legacy? It's delayed. Yeah, you all bummed yeah. about it? Or... Uh, yeah, I'm bummed. Yeah. I mean, I've said before when this got revealed that this is a dream game of mine, mm-hmm. being able to create my own character, student right. to go to Hogwarts and and become Just take out a my student own wizard, wizard loan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this a subsidized wizard potions loan? interest interest <laughs> yeah um yeah this is it's a dream game of mine so i'm bummed i won't be playing it this year but i'm fine with them taking the time they need they need i think there's something in this statement that gives me a little bit of hope yeah what's that it, it's it's because it says creating the best possible experience for all the wizarding world and gaming fans so i'm wondering if they are 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 figuring out a way to distance themselves from JK. Okay. Okay. Of trying to make this easier for people who are conflicted about it, like myself, of mm-hmm. whether to play this game in support of her. Right. Um, so I think that I might be reading way too much into it, but take all the time you need, yeah. quirky games. Yeah. I, I want this to feel like I want it to feel like and be a good game at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not upset about the delay, especially when you look hindsight of games like Cyberpunk that just you know sure. was pushed out, and then it was so buggy. Then now all of a sudden, a month after the game's release, you got the the co-founder of the studio going, "Hey gang, looks like we messed up, but here's a roadmap, and the next gen version ain't coming out till later this year." God, what a timeline too! Yeah, just dropping things just randomly, randomly without months. You coward! Just put the months out there. <laughs> But listen, listen. Take your time. Don't rush yeah, it. And I and, and, and sure. I and I like that approach as well. Here is it's like we're not rushing it. We're taking our time. 
you know, we're all in our homes right now. And you're right. I think your rant prior is just like, people are going to get sick. People are going to have to take care of loved ones. Like work is slowing down to a halt at this point. So I do think that, yeah, you're going to see way more games get delayed, Griffin. Like going back to that, like you're going to see a whole lot more. I think RE8, you don't have to, but I think a lot of games that should have been out the first half of this year are going to be second half this year. Like the rumor has it, like Mass Effect, uh, the, the legendary edition, right? That game was supposed to come out this ho- uh, last holiday, coming out supposedly in March. In March. Yeah. yeah. And we're fake fans, but we're excited. So, like, to me... <laughs> no, say say it correctly. Apparently, I'm the fake fan. Right. I'm sorry. Kyle's a fake fan. I'm the real one. I didn't finish Mass Effect yeah, 3 because it's not that's good. That's Cap. Yeah. So, that that's the thing. Uh, I, I do think games are getting delayed, getting pushed back by a few months. Um, but, yeah, I don't think it's the end of the world either. I think this year is going to be a little slow when it comes to game yeah. releases. And I think we've got to be understanding on that. Something that wasn't on Griffin's list, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't even have a date for it yet, so technically it wouldn't be like a delay, but do you think Ratchet gets pushed to the fall? No, I think Ratchet is probably a May release. That's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah, I'm thinking they're going to do like every other month type of deal when it comes Mm -hmm, to Sony. mm -hmm. Sony likes to put their things out in the first half of this year and get them good feelings. So, God of War, Horizon, both beginning of the year kind of games. I think the only one that kind of bucked that trend, if I'm not mistaken, this could be COVID fog. I get to blame that for a few more weeks. Is Spider Man, right? That was Spider Man was September. Yeah, and I don't think there's like another big Sony game that like launched in a September. Uncharted was May. May. Last of Us, usually the first one was May. Mm -hmm. This one was what July. June, yeah. July, and I mean take launch as well out of the equation. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Asterisks on that. Yeah, I can't think of another major Sony game that has launched like in September. And I think this year you get you, you could do that if you're Sony. Because I yeah. do think with games being pushed back so much, you could have Horizon out there in September and people will eat that shit up and that will be the, the thing that drives people to buy more PS5s. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so let's wander we out of here. <laughs> I hate you. Good. Kyle Willock over at Screen Rant. How do they I'm get out of like, trouble in Harry Potter? What do they do? God, they either apparate, they use flu powder if they're next to a, a fireplace, they use a port key. Wait, a flu powder? Flu powder. Flu powder. They, 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 they say the destination they want to go, uh-huh. and then they throw this powder into the fireplace, make it green, hop in, and it transports them where okay. they need to go. Next topic, Alakazam. <laughs> <laughs> Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Kyle Wheelock over at Screen Rant writes, PS5 is selling worse than any Sony home console in Japan's history. It has recently been revealed that Sony Sony's PlayStation 5 is selling worse in Japan than any other home console in the country's recent history. This news comes after many Japanese fans and analysts publicly accused Sony of not taking the Japanese market seriously. PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan denied the validity of these accusations, but recent developments have suggested otherwise. Outside of Japan, the PS5 has been incredibly popular, resulting in console shortages right from the outset of its launch, although finding a PS5 should be easier this year. Mm. Of course, the PS5 also faced supply shortages in Japan due to COVID-19 production difficulties, but it seems that the console has not been met with the same widespread praise in Sony's home nation. Mm. 
Despite the PlayStation 4 being so well received globally, it sold less than both the Nintendo GameCube and PS3 in Japan, and only narrowly outsold the Dreamcast, which was only on the market for three years. A trend that would continue with Sony's latest console. For the PlayStation 5 to be lagging so far behind its predecessor is likely not something Sony wants to see occur in its own backyard. So, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. PS5 not selling well in Japan, you know what that means? This thing is a failure? This console's God. already dead. We've been duped. Why do we buy one? We've been How duped. <laughs> this co- this podcast is over, gang. You know, Xbox One. Phil Spencer <sighs> finally put the nail in the coffin after they sold 700 Xbox Series in welcome, Japan. Welcome to the Dreamcast room. <laughs> we're, we're talking all about VMUs, baby. Woo! Sega, <laughs> never gonna die. Crazy Taxi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real talk. This isn't big uh-huh. news. This is something we've been... We've been talking about it for a while, and I, I, and everybody was really surprised about this. Like some people are like, "Is this because X, Xbox is making moves in Japan?" It's like, no. Again, they literally, I think, last month only sold seven hundred Xboxes. Like it, it, people have to realize, I think, when it comes to this, is two things. First, the Japanese market has changed. You, you see the Japanese, or not really changed. It's always been, but now it's very much in the direction of there are more portable based gaming, you know, community out there. And I wonder how COVID has affected Japanese society and culture because it's all about people walking around on trains, playing. Like I, I remember what Monster Hunter is huge over there on PSP back yeah. in the day because of its portability and the Wi-Fi. And so, like, Switch is huge over there because it's portable. They get to take it around and they get to dock it at home. So, like, when I take a look at that, I'm like, okay, so, like, the demographics have changed in Japan where it's not as lucrative as it once was. At the same exact time, PlayStation is now considered an American company. Their headquarters is in California. And I get the way I'm talking and I sound like Tucker Carlson and I apologize, but like people have to add up, like, you know, like connect the dots here. It's like, yeah, yeah, like this is a more Americanized company. They are doing gangbusters everywhere else. I don't Mm -hmm. see the big alarm here. I don't know. What what say you, Kyle? I don't think it's as big of a deal myself either. Yeah. Um, I also think like, it's it's gonna go up eventually, right? It, I mean, it has to. Yeah, Japan I mean, I think they sold like games. around like twenty thousand. So it's not like they're they're, they're yeah no. If they're doing piss poor, it's just like again, demographics are changing. Mm-hmm. Part of me also thinks that maybe the launch lineup might not have been as extremely strong in Japan as it is here, hmm. as far as games offered. Um, like obviously, Demon Souls is a big deal. Yeah. Because it's a From and it's a Sony Japan game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's definitely interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's I, The only way to go up is... It, the only way to go is up <laughs> when it comes to... I like the to, way you see it. Yeah. To me, it also speaks to the fact of how now Sony has to start pivoting. Like, mm-hmm. look, uh, we got GeForce now. Again, I'm going to beat the horse here. But, like, you got xCloud. You've got uh, Luna. You got these you know competitors making headway in in gaming or trying to make headway in gaming with these cloud services you know there is a reason why you know in south korea i think xbox gaming went up by like 300 percent 
because people got to experience Xbox games on their phones. And I think that's what PlayStation really needs is, is a, is a huge shot in the ass for PlayStation now to put games on that service so that people can start playing them on their phones and make it competent, make a good app, make a solid app, you know, that again, I can go play my Uncharted's or my Spider-Man or whatever the case may be, Returnal, while I'm on the subway in Japan. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what Sony needs to do. I think they need to start pivoting, and I think they know that. But only time will tell. To me, it sounds like you're making a great case for Vita 2. And you know what? I'm on board for this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if Vita 2 is literally just a controller you put your iPhone on, I'm game. You know, sure. that's what I want. That's all daddy ever really needs. That's all daddy needs. <laughs> With that, again, at the same exact time, because I, 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 this headline was so clickbaity. Jim Ryan did announce PlayStation 5 was the most successful launch in PlayStation yeah. history. And I also yeah. love, love, love the fact that we are getting away from sales numbers. Right? Like, like. I don't need to know every month how many PlayStations have sold. I get that, like, they're there, but they're not as prevalent. I dig mm-hmm. that. I really do. Because I think, like, the the whole, like, it's, it's lack of better words, it's, like, masturbatorial. You know, like, my yeah. system sold better. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. Mm-hmm. So I like that they're moving away from that. I don't know. Just me. That said, Kyle, let's move to the last, the last segment of the show. You ready? Andrew? I am, but yeah. really quickly, before we get into your, your thieving ways. Um, I don't know they're thieving. I miss the drop. I miss holding on to things. <sighs> I know. I miss picking weird games every week to highlight. What are you doing, Sony? Is that coming back anytime soon? I got to figure out a different way. I, know, I think Kotaku now categorizes games every week. Okay. So may, I, I got to find a way. Because I would love... Yeah. <sighs> Prepare Andrew, Andrew House's snail mail. There you go. It's the closest thing we got. But yeah. I'll take it. The drop I'll needs to it. come back. I miss it so very much. Andrew House's snail mail. Each and every week, Joseph steals a piece of mail from Andrew House. This week, we have two pieces of mail. Are you ready? I'm ready. Awesome. Dave writes in, is there a particular game you want to revisit on the PlayStation 5 to take advantage of the upscale? And edit. Are there any games that don't have an announced PS5 update that you're thinking will receive one this year? Easy one on that second one. Yeah? Death Stranding. Mm. Give me that PS5 update on Death Stranding. That that true 4K, um, 60 FPS. Still don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. please. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a reason to go back and, and finish that Platinum. Yeah. Um... What game do I want to revisit on PS5? I got one. I mean, I'm getting one in February of, with the PS5 version, Control. Okay. Um, I'm very excited to play that game again okay. and the DLC for the first time ever. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's my answer for right now. I think one, one game that I want to revisit with the upscaling, like just true, you know, yeah, 60 FPS, is Sekiro. I want to mm-hmm. give Sekiro another chance. It's just that game for me was like, hey, take everything we've ever taught you and just unlearn it. That's really hard. And parrying for me, I'm never good at in those games. Always love a good dodge. And Sekiro relies on you having to parry. So for me, I would love to see if 60 FPS gets me back in it. Mm 
Um, I would really love to see that. And a game that doesn't have an announced PS5 update that you're thinking will receive one this year? That one's difficult, man. I would do The Last of Us Part 2. I would love to see yeah. how that game gets gets that update. Is Are we going to ever get fra- uh, factions? You know, are we going to mm. see what this game feels like, runs like in, in true, just steady 60 FPS and true steady 4K? Yeah. Like, that would be fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one that I want to take advantage of, uh, the upscaling part of it, mm-hmm. is uh, Borderlands 3. There's a lot of DLC I haven't touched. And Ooh. I've heard that, that that upscaling is really good. Okay. okay. Uh, it fixes a lot of the menu stuff, a lot of slowdown, mm-hmm. and I should probably pop that in. <laughs> I, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm just, I was complaining earlier, like, there are no first person shooter yeah. games that I want to actually, and I want to play one. So yeah. maybe I'll do that next week. I'll report back. Okay. Have you seen maybe. some of my Call of Duty ki- clips? Yeah, I know. I'm You're disgusting. Good Call of Duty. I I'm disgusting. It. Someone should someone it. should slap me with a fine, because what I'm doing should be illegal. I'm gonna see you on Sports Center during the ML the esports yep. MLG moment. You're gonna see me in a jersey. I always think the jerseys are just <laughs> oh, you're overdoing it. What do you need a jersey playing in esports? I think that's dope as all hell. Really, I would love a jersey. Hell yeah, man! I, just give me a T-shirt that says my name, and that's all you need. <laughs> I don't need like no. A, you got to go all out. Yeah. You got to feel like part of the spectacle. Next, I'm gonna have You're like elbow pads, knee pads. Gonna like in case I fall <laughs> off my chair, gonna get need a helmet of some sort. Gotta get those carpal tunnel gloves on. Carpal tunnel gloves. You know? Yeah. Yeah. A bucket. I don't know. <laughs> Think of the South Park. That said, Kyle. That said, esports being a little ridiculous with their jersey choices. Metal Kirby writes in, with Jim Ryan saying, it's be- uh, it's beginning to expand Sony's, sorry, it's be- it's the beginning of Sony's expansion into new media. And Tony, and I'm going to butcher your name, Vince Aquaria, saying they are playing. Vince Aquaria, I would have said. Vince Aquaria. That is that Italian? I, I have no idea. Vince Aquaria. Yeah, I think it. Uh, saying that they're planning on doing seven TV shows and three movies. Damn. My question is this. What IP would you like to see made into a movie? And what IP would you like to see as a TV show? Personally, since we haven't gotten a siphon filter game in years. God, you're speaking my goddamn language. I, would lo- I wouldn't mind seeing a show or a movie. P.S. Don't forget about the Metal Gear movie. I would never. I haven't forgotten. I haven't forgotten. Oh man, a siphon filter TV show in the vein of like twenty four. Yep. fucking badass. Dude, I would love that. Fucking just put Kiefer in it. You got the technology yeah. to de-age him. CGI his face. Whatever Absolutely. you need to do. Absolutely. I've been meaning. I I've been itching to watch twenty four again. Yeah, like really bad. Same I here. I, I think there was like one time. I forget what it was, but like he jumped on a guy and he like. He cracked his neck with his legs or something. Like he did a weird flip. And I was just like, "Yo, this is on basic cable. This show <gasps> fucking slaps." Like you I, give me that. My story of me watch being a fan of Twenty Four yeah. is wild because I watched six of those seasons within a month. And every, that's all I watched. <laughs> and here's the thing: there were like times, like there were seasons because like it's 24, 24 hours, right? Yeah. Something crazy happens, and he has to save the day or whatever. He's always like he finds the love of his life, and then like 
Like, I think it was, like, season eight. He, like, makes love to him or whatever. And, she's like, she was very fine. She was very attractive. And then all of a sudden, bam, headshot. Like, she dies. It's just, like, every, like, every other season. Every time. Guy couldn't find love. <sighs> he finds it, and then an hour, bam, dead. Like, what's going on? I enjoyed on, the first couple episodes of the new 24 that's not Kiefer. Oh, shit, there uh, was, right? But I didn't finish that season. But it, it felt very much like... 24, which I appreciated. But getting back to Metal Kirby's Can question. I be honest? This past week yeah. just feels like seven seasons of 24. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. Why Why haven't we done that? <laughs> Let's do a quarantine 24 of Dude. our lives. And it's just us sitting watching CNN in terror. <laughs> For three hours of those 24, yeah. it's just, my controller's dead. How, what am I going to do? <laughs> Where's the cable? <laughs> Sorry, back to the question I had. Kyle. Yeah, uh, what Sony stuff do I want Sony in a TV f- show form or movie form? I'll be honest yeah. with you, Joe. Uh huh. I would love a Bloodborne movie. Yeah, a creepy ass gothic horror mm-hmm. movie or mm-hmm. even TV series. That'd be really cool. Honestly, you know those what visuals I would, love? would be fantastic. You know what I would love so very much? Mm. Give me a Spider-Man in this universe TV show. All right. Like in the vein of Amazing Spider-Man in the 90s. I want to see the Spider-Man do cool shit. Oh, you want it to be animated? Yeah, yeah. Give me animated. But don't give me, again, don't give me like, you know, like Beast Wars CGI. (laughs) I'm talking like, I'm talking animated, like. I get you. Drawn and whatnot. Like the Harley Quinn show. Like the Harley Quinn show. Exactly. Except not as vulgar. Not as vulgar. I just want, I I love this Spider-Man so very much. I just want to see more of him. And it could be tackling smaller stories as well. I don't know. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Um, What's another one? What's another one? What's another one? I mean, Horizon's also an easy answer. Yeah. Yeah. But like, how would you do a Horizon show? I think that would be better movie-wise. Yeah. A Horizon movie. And you know what is crazy? Oh. And everybody said it. Like, tomorrow we're going to get the Uncharted trailer. With, um... Oh, my God, yes. With everybody's favorite. Um, what's his name? What's his name? Hom Tomlin? Hom Tomlin, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, we're going to get that. And it's so crazy, because Indiana Jones getting a video game, Hom Tomlin getting an Uncharted movie. Like, that's just nuts. That's just crazy uh, how they've how they've kind of flipped it. So, like, what's a video game I would like to see out of a TV show? Um, give no me... other way around. What video game do you want to see as a TV show? Sorry, what video? Not game a TV show as a video game. Um, dude, give me a Ghost of Tsushima show, right? Yeah, just give me like a roaming samurai. Like, I'm do- I am thinking of like the Mandalorian because it is practically just that. But like, mm. I mean, it is. Like, give me more of that. I We don't get enough good, like, samurai media anymore. You know? That's fair. Like, what's the I, last we really got? Kill Bill? Less. Like. Is Tom Cruise one after King, Kill Bill, or is that before? Oh, Tom, people don't like the Tom Cruise one. I know they don't. I haven't seen it, so I have Okay, no and real talk, there. it's fucking awesome. <laughs> And I can't say because you get canceled because you're like, oh, I get it. It's whitewashing. I get it. I get it. But with all the whitewashing aside, that movie just fucking slaps so hard. 
It really does. So, like, yeah, the last one we got was, like, The Last Samurai, which is, like, dude, was he even really? <laughs> this guy was from the Bronx, you know what I mean? <laughs> trying to think of, of other, th- other like, not mainstream yeah. easy answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Like, Parappa I think rapper. a Persona TV show would be cool. Don't they already have, like, animes? I'm, not, I'm talking, like, a live-action... Oh, like every couple episodes, they go and try to tackle a new palace. That'd be cool. All right. Ready for this one? Wait, wait, Because I looked wait. over here on my wall of art. Wait, wait, before you do, before you okay. do. Okay. Persona okay. Five, I, I'm, I'm right there with you, as like a Cobra Kai like, like show. I haven't seen Cobra Kai yet. Cobra Kai cool. is fucking wild, <laughs> and it is an anime amongst itself. Mm-hmm. It in and, and it. There's no real karate in it. There's no ke- real karate. But you're so in it. I can see Persona capturing that because they're also like all kids, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, yeah, they're in, they're in school. Yeah, and you can kind of see them deal with being the Phantom Thieves while being in school and having that like super campy but like it's it's you're you're still in for the ride. Yeah. That that that, that gets me pumped. Uh the one that uh looking over at my my wall of art over here <laughs> give me a full length animated movie with moss oh my god like a pixar or dreamworks movie yeah a movie about quill real Hell talk yeah. i just saw mona for the first time and what what movie mona moana sorry moana whoa Joe! Yeah. we're about the last samurai canceling you <laughs> you called moana mona what the fuck canceled <laughs> yeah moana watch moana for his first time that movie's so colorful it's so good and i would love to That's see that awesome. yeah as like like moss as well like you could give me that that colorful vibrant you know stuff yeah i get it mona. i get it oh. And it's the thing yeah. is, I can't even edit that one out because that is truly hilarious. <laughs> I can't walk that one back. No, you can't. Because like, cause I feel like I'm confusing it with another movie. No, no. no. no it's just... The word moan is in Moana. M-O-A-N-A. Oh, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just being an idiot. Mona. Again, COVID fog. Uh, can't cancel me, COVID I fog. get it. Oh, God, it's so oh, funny. God. Uh... Yeah, I feel like that's good. I feel like we've made... So we love 24, we feel bad for Kiefer. Yeah. Yeah. Final Fantasy... Oh, not Final, Final Fantasy movie. We've had those. Yeah, we've had those. But like a Final Fantasy anime? Or a TV show? Well, they, did, how, didn't they kind of do that? I mean, yeah, that's pretty close, right? Yeah, they they have a whole bunch of like cross-media stuff that never hits. Yeah, it is. it is definitely hit or miss for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you do a Death Stranding in any movie or TV, it's going to be equally as confusing. True. <laughs> Again, we can't forget about that Metal Gear movie. Like that we guy. Can't forget Metal Gear. Yeah, the the director of Godzilla. Right? No, no. Jordan. Yeah, no, he did uh, Skull Kong. Island. Yes, jo- uh, Skull Island, um, which was a great movie, by the way. Jordan Voigt Roberts, I think. Yes. Who's in Death Stranding? Is he really? He's one of the people you deliver packages to. Huh. He's the director in the game. Oh, all right. Yeah, that guy has he has a a full plate on his on his shoulders. Yes, yes, he does. That being said, Kyle, this is the longest episode of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast, opening up the first episode of 2021. Yeah. 
What an episode this was. This is fantastic. That's I loved good. every minute of it. Same? Yeah. Oh, we're back. We're back. We did, we brushed off all the rust. We're here. We're better than ever. Let's do this. 2021. Yeah. We're not going to jinx it this time. <laughs> like we did first episode. Like nothing bad's going to happen. And then at the end. Yeah. No. You know, Stay tuned to uh, the trophy room yeah. on YouTube for our uh, web series of Quarantine 24. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and it's just me making eggs. <laughs> We're out of milk. Oh no! <laughs> we have to go to the shop. We have to go to shop right. Boop, boop. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Bump, 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 bump. <laughs> Kyle, where can people find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at Mr. K Step and on PlayStation, same name, Mr. K Step. Uh, you can find everything I do on the indie game front uh, over at 61indie.com uh, in our podcast for $61indie slice in the IndieCast, twitch.tv slash 61indie, uh, Twitter, 61indie, youtube.com slash 61indie. Uh, yeah. Thank you for following me. I love you very much. Yeah. And you can find me over at Mr. Babbitt. You can find me uh, or the show over at Twitter at PS Trophy Room. You can find us on Discord. We have an amazing group of folks over there. So make sure you go in, pop in, make a few friends, ask us a few questions each and every week again on that Discord. Uh, please rate us five stars over on Apple Podcasts. You can find this show on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Play, wherever you get your podcast services. You can find us there so with all that said with all that out of the way everybody keep hunting and keep playing playstation love you be safe